I feel like this place is temporary, so I don't buy things. You would get uh, the word nine everywhere. Even Azerbaijan, the fame of Tanumbush is very known. <laughs> Sometimes you go to the kitchen and there are other people. It's here, no one bothers me. Because, uh, like even in Azerbaijan, I was reading books uh, only in English. I wasn't reading books in Azerbaijan. We are knocking at the doors of our neighbors and ask them to let us in. The rooms that used to be the same are so different when people live there. We talk with the inhabitants about their past, present and future, but first of all, about things in their room. Things bring up stories we would never hear otherwise. 14 square meters. Hi. Hi. Uh, we are recording a podcast about uh, students in the dormitory. Would you agree to do that? Yes. Thank I you. Please come in. Uh, hi, my name is Sona Vedeva. Um, it's going to be my sixth semester in Germany. I am doing my master's in economics. Can you tell me uh, where you were born? I was born in Azerbaijan, in Baku, but uh, my parents are originally from Genja. Uh, it's also um, called unofficially the second capital of Azerbaijan. It's in the northwest uh, part of Azerbaijan. But you lived in Baku or also in Genja? Uh, in Genja, I just visited my uh, relatives, uh, but uh, it was mainly during my childhood time. Can you describe this place? Uh, Genja is uh, a very small town. Uh, I would say that uh, it's ancient and uh, one of the most uh, architectural um, characteristics of the city is that uh, you would almost uh, not find any skyscrapers or uh, Soviet apartments there. If you go into the city um, from another place, you would know that you are approaching uh, Genja uh, when the soil becomes red because there was this aluminium um, factory uh, because of that uh, there was a bio change in the uh, wow <laughs> yes uh, texture or the coloring of the soil besides that uh, almost all the houses are built with bricks red bricks so it's a red city yes i would call it red city how would you describe the place where you lived? I mean, your house, is it a big house, is it...? Uh, in Baku, uh, the place that uh, I live, it is just a um, uh, forum uh, apartment mm -hmm. uh, in one block. Mm -hmm. And it is very close to the city center. And although in Azerbaijan, the means of transportation, because it is an oil booming country, it's very cheap. But uh, I uh, like uh, going around places by foot. Mm -hmm. I try uh, not to use the metro a lot because as it is um, the main means of transportation, people uh, almost rush into it and it's very uh, crowded. With whom did you live in Baku? With uh, I live with my parents and I have two siblings, one mm -hmm. brother and one sister. Uh, we have only almost one year difference. Almost like uh, almost like twins. twins. Yeah. <laughs> what were you doing there before you came here? Uh, I was doing bachelor's. Uh, right after I finished my bachelor's, I came to Germany. Uh, actually, Germany has never been on my plan. I would rather go to an English-speaking country because I did my bachelor in English. But I got a DAD scholarship. It's a very prestigious scholarship and it covers almost everything for you. So uh, I, it would be silly to refuse this scholarship. 
What did you study for your bachelor? Uh, political science. Uh, actually, it was called international studies, but uh, under that umbrella, uh, we were mainly focusing on political science and partly on pu public policy, mm -hmm. public government relations, mm -hmm. let's say. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, I'm doing my master's in economics. And, and the economics, it doesn't mean that I like economics, mm -hmm. I was into economics. Uh, I have been always uh, mathematically uh, mm -hmm. good and economics was the closest subject or, or the closest field. So that was the reason why I um, chose economics, but uh, I would like to change it yeah. <laughs> if I can. <laughs> Are you planning to do another master? Yes, actually, that is in my plan, but I will see, uh, I would like to have uh, at least one year of uh, professional experience. Mm -hmm. It would be for me really great, because as I'm right now learning German, uh, I don't have a German uh, friend circle or German exposure a lot, uh, so uh, my speaking is very um, restricted. Mm -hmm. uh, if I get an opportunity to work, uh, I think I would have an opportunity not only to communicate, but also to see how the professional life tastes like. Since when are you in Germany? Uh, I am here since uh, October 2018. It's going to be my it's the third, third year. Now. year. Mm -hmm. yes. And do you remember what was your first impression when you came to Germany? Yes, I remember very vividly. <laughs> Uh, I did have the cultural shock from the very beginning, from the first day. Everything in Azerbaijan is completely different at all levels, social, governmental, I don't know, human interactions. So it was normal to have that cultural shock. Like at heart, I didn't want to come to Germany, not only to Germany as an idea, but uh, going abroad for me very um, painful because I almost all my life lived with my parents. Uh, I actually uh, went through through a depression in the first semester. I was looking for psychologists even. As a person, I am very strong, but uh, it was for me very difficult to handle that. What was the hardest thing? The hardest thing is that uh, when I came here, I uh, abruptly uh, cut off my moral support. My friends, uh, people who are close to me, and in Azerbaijan, people are very warm-hearted. Even a um, taxman who just stands in front of the apartment would greet you. But here the people are very cold, which is uh, perhaps acceptable for them. But uh, when I came here, I would, it would uh, put me on a more um, adaptable foot if I saw warm-hearted people. Because I came here with zero proficiency of German language, so you would get uh, the word nine everywhere. Just direct nine, uh, following with uh, silence, if you cannot communicate in German. That was, uh, I think, the main hardship. How did you get to Tannenbusch? How did you find this place? <laughs> Tannenbusch found me. <laughs> <laughs> Our, our department basically assigned uh, the international students who got into the program uh, places here and uh, even Azerbaijan, the fame of Tanimbush is very known. <laughs> there were people who were already in Germany, I contacted them about the place and they said that uh, it's a little bit uh, notorious in Germany, uh, but like I cannot refuse uh, the room because um, I need to anyway to find another place and I knew beforehand that it would take me three or four months and actually right now I really uh, like that I am here. Why? 
the thing is um, uh, most of my groupmates live, live here and uh, you cannot just go and make friends uh, with strangers here uh, because it's um, a foreign country and your main interaction, interactions are with your uh, groupmates and as they are here you can easily and very quickly commute to one another's place and it just um, makes your feelings of loneliness uh, less bothersome. And what was your impression about when Hanan I came Bush? here? Yeah, and about your room. Uh, it was my first student dorm experience. For me, like 14 squares or is uh, very fine. Mm -hmm. um, it has all the functionalities. Uh, but um, looking at there are only four walls, and I am for the first time here all alone. Uh, that was um, although I am a person who likes being alone a lot, but it it was uh, as if the walls were coming uh, up to me, you know. Um, and also uh, around, like it feels like a Soviet Union, to be honest. Yeah. Here, <laughs> yes, it doesn't feel like Bonn, because uh, I think it is the only part of Bonn uh, where I see these blocks of apartments, and they are not looking very beautiful. <laughs> I know that statistically there are uh, around fifty percent of the people that live in Tannenbusch. Uh, they live on state budget and they are migrants. And has your opinion about your room changed since then? Uh, Do you I like it have, more? <laughs> yes, of course. It's uh, right now feels more like a home because mm -hmm. I created my home, my comfort zone here. Have you brought many things from Azerbaijan? Not that what much. Did you I brought only um, some clothing items, and I brought my printer, computer, just a couple of utensils. But later on, I of course bought uh, some more. Mm -hmm. Uh, but other than that, I didn't. I almost came here with uh, one small suitcase and a one big suitcase. Do you have any things that remind you of Azerbaijan in your room? Mm -hmm. I would say no. No. No? Not a single one? Not a single one, yes. Yeah. I should have brought actually something that uh, should be reminding of uh, reminding me of my motherland, but mm -hmm. for some reason I wasn't in that mood. <laughs> That question never crossed my mind uh, after you only after you uh, said to me I just realized that yes there can be such a thing that I could have brought but uh, I am almost in constant contact with my parents with my friends uh, so uh, right now I don't feel like uh, the Azerbaijan is very far away you don't have so many things in yes. here, at least for, for what I can see. Yeah. Yes, I'm not a person who just buys something because it looks uh, beautiful or um, or I am just thinking because it is discounted or maybe in future I will need it. I am not a person who buys things uh, with that mindset. Can we look at your room and I yes. will ask you just some yes. questions. Uh, the first thing that I see is this plant. Uh, it's bamboo. Uh, you need to just uh, put it into the water, so it is a low maintenance, uh -huh. and it doesn't uh, it doesn't die that soon. I bought it in uh, around February, and I just need to change its water once a week. So it's very low maintenance, and it looks uh, lush green, mm -hmm. which I very much like. Can you plant it into soil, or no, it's better it, to keep it? No, it should in... be only in water. And what is uh, is it ginger? This, yes, this is ginger and this is Indian tea. Okay, and what is happening there? 
I just put it there. Uh, I sometimes make Indian tea uh -huh. because I have a lot of Indian friends, and uh, the tea that I make is called uh, masala. But right now I'm not making it because it uh, requires milk. Mm -hmm. and the fat milk and uh, because of my skin I just try to avoid yeah. drinking milk mm -hmm. but uh, you can make uh, this Indian Indian tea uh, with basil uh, replacing the milk basil as a greenery what I are you doing with it, ginger? I just ah, we add uh, ginger and a lot of other spices for this ah, tea ah so you just put it there and it yeah. absorbs no I just put it there because I don't have anything to put this I just put it there <laughs> <laughs> because it looks like uh, actually, it looks like you're trying to plant <laughs> the ginger because I never saw it growing. I just didn't want to have another plate or something to put it, so I just put it there. <laughs> Are you a fan of tea? Uh, yes, I, that's the only thing I drink. I don't drink coffee at all. I mm -hmm. don't like its taste. And uh, in Azerbaijan, we don't have coffee culture. Although youngsters do drink and even my sister likes drinking it. And we have coffee shops. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it's not ingrained into our um, beverage culture. I drink tea and also water. What kind of tea do you drink? Uh, in Azerbaijan we brew the tea, tea leaves. Uh -huh. Dry tea leaves, we brew it. Uh, but here uh, for that you need a small kettle. Uh, I don't have that kettle. Just like use... a teapot? Yes, for... teapot. Uh -huh. I, Sometimes you tea bags, but I try uh, to drink um, natural tea. Let's say I add mint, uh, greens, green leaves, mint leaves, and ginger or lemon to my uh, cup and add hot water into it. You have another plant, I saw. Yes, this plant, it's already dying. I don't have the window stand. Plant. It really needs sun. That's the reason why it is um, starting dying. Mm -hmm. It's given to my child by to me by my Chinese friend. And uh, just next to your plant you have books? Yes, these are books. Uh, but I haven't yet started reading them because uh, I almost every day um, preoccupied with my German studies. Okay. It almost yeah. takes my whole time. And what are these three books? Uh, why did you choose them? Did you buy them? No, these are also given to me. <laughs> From your friends? Yes, these, uh, these two. It's in Turkish, given to me by my Turkish friend. I can uh, read and write and speak Turkish because can you, can I... Can you show? Yes. This is uh, Franz Kafka, uh, Castle. Mm -hmm. uh, this is Haruko Murakami, uh, my Sputnik... Uh, Lover. Okay. And this is uh, just some entrepreneurial book. It's mm -hmm. called Zero to One. How to start from zero and just go further, building a new uh, business for mm -hmm. yourself. Which I'm not very interested, uh, mm -hmm. but it was given to me by someone, and if I have time, I would just read it. So you have books in English and in Turkish, but not in Azerbaijani? Yes, because I because, uh, like even in Azerbaijan, I was reading books uh, only in English. I wasn't reading books in Azerbaijani. Really? Yes. Why? Starting from my university years, the only uh, language that I search, I research and I read and write, it's almost uh, all, all, all in English. And how do you know Turkish? Uh, I went to Turkish school. Uh, Turkish high school. Uh, the language of instruction was in Turkish. We did have uh, our whole curriculum was based on uh, mm -hmm. Turkish educational system. Our books, our teachers were uh, 
Turkey nationals. Uh, but uh, even apart from that, uh, in Azerbaijan, most of the people, if they read those books, they would understand. Maybe not academic books, but uh, at a casual level, they do understand Turkish mm -hmm. because our languages are similar. It belongs to the same uh, branch, which mm -hmm. is called Oğuz Turkic language mm -hmm. branch mm -hmm. so it is very similar grammatical wise and uh, i would say at the a2 level or even till b1 level uh, most of our words um, change only in vowels a Turkish person would have difficulty understanding Azerbaijani, yeah. but Azerbaijani would not. The thing is in Azerbaijan almost in every house uh, there is antenna, uh, this uh, satellite Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we have access to Turkic channels and almost in every um, household people uh, watch Turkish soap operas. So you're <laughs> learning the language <laughs> from there. Uh, but when I came to a Turkish school, um, the academic books is, uh, academic textbooks is completely different story. After my first class in the school, I just came home and cried because I understood nothing in that class. And I just cried because I was very helpless. <laughs> but later on, mm -hmm. I just managed. So how many uh, languages do you speak? Uh, Azerbaijani, you know? Turkish, <laughs> mm -hmm. English. Uh, I am right now learning German, but I can understand a little bit uh, Russian, although I cannot communicate or I don't want to communicate. <laughs> because uh, in Russian, I don't know, I just uh, place Russian at a different ground than other language. Uh, it feels like if I uh, ever going to utter anything in Russian, it should be uh, accent free. Why? Because uh, in our uh, society there is this thing that uh, uh, there is this that stigma around that language that if you speak you need to speak uh, as well as Russians too. Uh, after German language and after I settle with my work and other things, uh, that's my um, goal to learn Russian really good. Uh, you have a nice um, bird. Yes. Uh, is it a goose? A duck? Yeah, yes. Or oh, maybe it's goose. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard <laughs> to say. Where do you have it from? Uh, it was just freely distributed uh, in the uh, as a promotion of a train. Uh -huh. So they also gave it to me. Okay. So I just uh, took it and just placed it there. Do you like toys or you just took it no, because it I was No, I don't free? like toys, even in my childhood <laughs> times. Uh, I almost never had toys. Uh, the only toys I had uh, perhaps was Lego uh -huh. uh, building yeah. blocks. So they're like for construction toys. Yes, <laughs> uh, not much. I did have Barbie or... I just yeah. didn't know what to do with such toys. And the things up there on the shelf? Yes, they are mainly uh, dry fruits, uh, my spices, mm -hmm. uh, and certain uh, beans or peas, dried beans and peas. And why do you keep your uh, food here and not in the kitchen? Uh, because they are all dried, you can also keep it here. Uh, and also I just don't want to go to the kitchen uh, a lot. But you use them for cooking, right? So yes. So you have to bring them to the kitchen anyway. No, I also have a small stove. Right ah, now I have so self-isolated myself here. It's just here. It is a stove. Yes, it's just. I one thought it was a scanner stove. or printer, no. so you can cook here. 
Yes, I almost cooked here from starting from this summer. Did you buy it recently? This one, uh, I my um, Indian friend gave to me. But or else I was planning to buy one. And uh, the other things on, on these shelves? Uh, these are just my basic utensils, let's say mm -hmm. pan or cups or bowl, spoon for cutlery. Mm -hmm. And what do you keep in the kitchen? Uh, I only use a refrigerator right now. Yeah, really? Yes. It's very unusual <laughs> that you don't keep anything in the kitchen. As, as you see, there are a lot of space that mm -hmm. I even don't use. It's mm -hmm. still left vacant. Uh, so I don't feel bothered uh, by seeing them around. Do you like to have kind of kitchen here? Um, is it comfortable? Yes, it is. It's actually more comfortable than using the kitchen. Yeah. Because sometimes you go to the kitchen and there are other people. You just try to accommodate one another's needs. You just need to wait. Yes, here no one bothers me. You also saw the rooms of other people and would you say they are different? Do they have more things? Yes, uh, some people uh, for some reason they just uh, turn it into a, a full-fledged house. Like they have mirror, they have sofa, they have everything in the room. Uh, so uh, I feel like this place, although it feels more like a house, but uh, I feel like this place is temporary. So I don't buy things mm -hmm. a lot. Would you say that your house uh, in Azerbaijan also is minimalistic and there are no? No, it's things? not minimalistic. Yeah. Yes, because it's house. Uh, we do have everything we want. Mm -hmm. But my mom also is very is very organized person. She also doesn't like uh, keeping things uh, that we don't use around. Do you feel safe here? I mean, in times hmm. of COVID. Uh, in terms of uh, virus spread, yeah. as you can see, I am already living a self-isolated life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and when I go out, I just uh, take. Um, the measures that other people also take, like wearing masks, washing my hands after I come inside. I feel very secure, I would say. Do you wear a mask in dormitory? Uh, once I wore, actually, and I just felt like I am getting unwanted uh, glances from my neighbors. <laughs> because, because nobody does. Nobody does. Uh, so uh, it felt like uh, they felt offended, as if I am protecting myself against them, but it happened only once, and then afterwards I also don't wear. Mm -hmm. uh, but of course, if this uh, situation uh, gets a little bit uh, worse, it's my health so that I would wear. Did you think about uh, the time when you will have to move out of here? Yes. What will you take from your room? Uh, it depends on where I go. <laughs> If I go to any place inside Germany, I would take uh, almost everything that I have. But if I go back to Azerbaijan, I would take my uh, clothing items. Uh, I would take my printer, computer and my documents, let's say. What are your plans? Do you want to stay here or to go to Azerbaijan after your study? Um, uh, I want to study Masters in Mathematics. Will it be here? Mathematics not definitely here because uh, here um, German system is very... It's difficult to get into masters in mathematics if you haven't done bachelor's in oh. mathematics. Okay. But I consider going to Turkey, but I would see. You said that before you go for the second master, you want to have a bit of 
work experience. Yes. Where would you have this work experience? Only in Germany. What kind of work experience? Really difficult to say. You're not looking for anything yet. Right now, I uh, I'm not in an active search. I'm almost in no search at all because if I look the um, job profile, I would definitely I know that see that they require German. Uh, which uh, will make me discouraged but right now I want to focus on on one thing learning German uh, right now I'm doing B2 with DAT I will continue B2 and C1 there yeah these are ambitious plans good luck with them <laughs>